0: Everybody, welcome back to the Save Down Syndrome podcast. This is Chantel. Um, today, I'm very happy to share with you that we are going to be doing an interview, um, not with somebody that has Down syndrome, but a huge advocate for Down syndrome. She actually is an ambassador as well of Save Down Syndrome. Her name is Tola McKinney, and she is actually calling us from um, Lagos, Nigeria. And she is an Early Intervention Consultant, and she's also the Executive Director of the Mo Rainbow Down Syndrome Association over there in Nigeria. Um, So she is going to walk us through the cultural norms, the biases, everything that um, Nigeria feels about Down Syndrome, its history of Down Syndrome, and and the changes that she wants to make um, in the Down Syndrome community. Um, I do want to note a little disclaimer that um, some of the things that she talks about are um, very sad and heartbreaking. And you know, if you are very sensitive to these things, uh, it may be disturbing to you. Um, some of the information that she provides, it is very informative. Um, and I don't think that she um, filters it, which is a good thing because, you know, we need to understand what is really going on out there in not just Nigeria, but in other countries. And it, we need to talk about it. So that way we can make these kinds of changes. So I do want to let you know just a little trigger warning that um, this interview, um, I did tear up a little bit. It was hard. There were a few things that uh, she discussed that um, that I didn't know about. And maybe some of you don't know about or maybe you do, but it's very, very um, heartbreaking. So um Just to let you know, um, I am going to be bringing her on, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey Tola, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, so I have Tola. How do you say your last name, Tola McKinney? Yes, McKinney. Oh, you say McKinney.
1: McKinney.
0: She is from Lagos, Nigeria. Um, Tola, um, I met you because you are an ambassador for save down syndrome too, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about,
0: um, tell me about how you became an ambassador for save down syndrome. Cause I know you're, you're really involved in, in Lagos. You you're an early intervention consultant. You're the executive director for the Morembo DS foundation. Yes. So tell, yes, I am. Tell me, um, tell me about your foundation. Okay. Um, thank you, Chantal, for this
1: interview. I've been looking forward to this since last year.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> so, uh, sometime in 2014, when I had, when I had um, the courage to kind of step out, I, I had my daughter in 2011. Diagnosed with Down syndrome, sometime around 2014, I had the courage to kind of step out of my comfort zone, and I began to reach out to people around in my community because most of the time, a lot of the, uh, a lot of a lot of people with Down syndrome, especially children, are being locked up in their homes, mm-hmm. and you know they never get to go out to have fun, or you know they never get to see friends, they never get to go go to parties and never get to you know just have a good life and so it was so common in my community and and it's still quite quite common it's still kind of common to have um, families ashamed of the condition and they leave their kids indoors sometimes because they can't really get help and really they don't understand Mm -hmm. how to support their kids and there's so much going on you know and um so 2014, I began home visitation, and I, I was able to reach out to three families where I regularly visited on Thursdays. Every Thursday then, you know, I just go into the families to show, to just um, show their parents how to support and probably, you know, most of, for the most part, get them involved in the process and, you know, to understand everything that takes for them to, you know, support their child, and mm-hmm. that was how it began. And I knew that I couldn't continue to go round and around families. Apparently, even though I knew, I knew that I just had three. Mm-hmm. So it was so strong in my heart then, and I knew God wanted me to be out there because I tried to run away from doing this, and I got um, a lot of. Um, you know, conviction and everything. And yeah, I, I went for it, and I, I began to advocate, you know, the first thing I did was I did a flyer. I put the face of my daughter on the flyer and mm-hmm. I did a lot of flyers, like about 1000 copies. And I began to share it to people. Then, you know, I, I immediately raised a team of, you know, people that I knew that, you know, before, before then, knew about the condition and were kind of supportive to some families
2: mm-hmm.
1: all i i know most definitely that a lot of families live in denial you know mm-hmm. and they tell you that the the child's going to get cured some of them believe that their, their children have um some of them think that the children are possessed
2: oh, no. and so
1: they believe that um with a, with a lot of prayers and you know some, so i don't want to say the word like it sounds body like casting out demons yeah
0: i understand and the
1: children are gonna be they're gonna be healed
0: mm-hmm.
1: from the syndrome and you know and that's just a pure ignorance share ignorance and that was what we were, we were out there mm-hmm. to debunk and we're out there to create awareness and and that was how it all began and then sometimes a lot of people that you know would see me then and my child wouldn't even want to collect the flyer from me because they don't want to have anything associated with disability.
2: Mm-hmm. A lot of
1: people don't just want it then. So I registered the NGO and I continue to reach out to families and there was still a huge gap.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, because right here in Nigeria, there isn't any provision for early intervention and I got my own training. When I had to take my daughter back to North um, Charlotte, North mm-hmm. Carolina,
2: mm-hmm.
1: in 2012, after she's had a heart surgery in India in 2011, mm-hmm. and that was where I got a hang up and of um, um how to support my child, and you know, I was there for some time, for quite some time, enough time for me to understand all the, you know, the um need about early intervention. She was a year old then. And so then she had to be on she was put on um pier um what's it called? Um, braces. You know, she we had the eat elp then and so we had some adaptation going on for us for for her to be able to, you know, for for, for for to to aid our development. And when I returned a lot of people thought that um I was being too worried. They really didn't understand that, I mean, those are just ways to support mm-hmm. children living with Down syndrome, you know, from birth. So, and the foundation went through, I mean, we, we registered 2015, then we had to start an early intervention because of the gap I have mentioned. Mm-hmm. And the early intervention um, program, Way. it's just like saying okay I'm an okay advocate for people living with Down syndrome and I'm trying to tell you that okay you don't need to so sometimes we get people that want the, their kids dead
2: uh-huh. dead
1: we've had cases of people throwing the kids away in the in the trash and we have other cases of people poisoning trying to poison their kids and people trying to bury them alive you know and that was you so can horrible. To see old people yeah, you really can't get to see, like, people in their 30s or 40s with Down syndrome, like, you can't really see them, so you, you wonder what happens to them, so they're always indoors, and so the gap in the community was so, I was giving me, a, like, a, a little hard time, so I really didn't know what to do, but I knew that, you know, being a voice mm-hmm. was okay, and I needed just to, to, to begin to build a team which I started to do in 2015 and when we set up the center amazingly um, a lot of people began to contact us because you know when you look at the flyer and the banner and everything we add up you would see my baby and some of them will call me and say I have a child that looks like this I have a child that looks like that looks like this and you know because it, that you know, have told me they really didn't know what what um, Down syndrome is all about, and then I began to educate people. Mm -hmm. Then I came out um, stronger. I came out on Facebook, twenty fourteen. I began. I continue to talk about early intervention because my daughter is a beneficiary of early intervention. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, it's not like magic, but I mean, you just trying to develop strategies, back to back, to support your child goes a long way.
0: Yeah. So that
1: was how we began.
0: So um validation. Tola yeah. what, what is the culture like in Nigeria cuz I know you mentioned that uh, that people seem to think that their child is possessed by a demon and there's is there a strong spiritual culture in Nigeria where uh they're more backed up by like religious beliefs Is that what is It's a culture that yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, are a lot of people in in Nigeria, um, religious, because they, if they believe their child, you know, it has a demon inside them, but it's down syndrome, is there a lot of religion out there that that you're having to face and talk to people that that's not necessarily true? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it it is, because um, I I think um, right from time, like, it's been a taboo in Nigeria for you to have a child like that, like with, with uh, any type of disability.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So sometimes, uh, you know, even the mothers are, are labeled and um, witches, you know, for having a child like that, a mother could be sent in defense, packing from a matrimonial home. Mm-hmm. And they believe she's a witch to have had a child like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it boils down from what has been happening this, um, long before. You know, I'm sure I was even born, and that's just the belief, the yeah. cultural belief that okay, this child there is not. So part of what happens is, um, yeah, this having a child with disability usually is in Nigeria could break a marriage because um, the family, the, the husband could say, "We don't have a child like this in my family. This must be from you." and they believe they don't want to go ahead with a marriage and you know, they mm-hmm. go their ways. A lot of men mm-hmm. walk away. Sometimes we have single even I met a single dad recently and said his wife just couldn't deal with it. His wife said they didn't have any child like that from our own family. So it mm-hmm. could be from the man's family. So that's the belief that so, you that know like something all this, bad um, right? stereotypes
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, like it's something bad, yeah. And to, to Western AIDS in Nigeria, nobody tells you from the hospital that, okay, this is what it's called, you know, this is the diagnosis, this is what it's called and, you know, it's nothing to worry about. Instead, they tell you on um, the worst case scenario, the child wouldn't be able to amount to anything in life mm-hmm. and that is very depressing yeah. for families and, and, you know, mothers do have, um, I mean, do have um, to deal with this sometimes all along.
0: You know, that's kind of like in the United States, the United States, they, they, we have a little bit more education. We have a lot of education on down syndrome, but, um, sometimes I talk Mm -hmm. to people and the doctors or nurses, um, still say that people that have down syndrome might not be able to, to do certain things. And that's not always true. Um, it's you know, true. Yeah. It's it, there's there's so many people out there doing amazing things and and even like you know amazing. babies that are learning to walk that's something amazing right and some people tell you know moms amazing, like
1: yeah.
0: like yeah. You, you can't walk your baby might not walk or might have low muscle tone and then the baby ends up being really strong so that's kind of the mm-hmm. same thing here but um it, I think the we have so many different religions over here that it's there's not just one religion or belief, or like you said, taboo, but, um, what are you doing over there? Um, I know you're doing the early intervention, but have you reached out to maybe any doctors or any, any kind of medical professionals to try to try to change, um, the like prenatal care for women who are having these babies with Down syndrome?
1: Yeah, well um I'm doing a special male intervention I'm doing the you know various programs for them as well to to aid development and apparently we we started we started with pre-vocational skills about um, two years ago and now we have programs for teenagers and the youth so let me go back to you know the doctor thing you asked about um, hmm. so all this happens is that, you know, like people get to do this can, here and, you know, um, there isn't much awareness. And uh, let me just say that maybe nobody really, you know, thought it was important to talk about it. Nobody really talks about it okay, over here. For sometimes, I believe the doctors know during a kind of, depending on the kind of can, because when you want to talk about those, um, the, the sampling test, the um, sampling. I mean, the sampling test, amniocentesis, mm-hmm. and all of those tests—they are high risk tests. Yeah. And um, so it's. I can say maybe I never even heard about it when I was pregnant for all of my pregnancies. And so people don't like to talk about stuff like that. Everybody wants to just believe I'm gonna have an elder baby. So there's something about religion, like having faith that nothing's going to be wrong with my pregnancy so nobody wants to talk about it Mm -hmm. and you see the doctors you know actually need to educate us but eventually I, i realized over time that even after the diagnosis they don't even they can't even say more than okay don't worry um there's nothing that you can do about this Um, your child may not be able to do this, may not be able to do that, blah, 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 blah. And nobody talks about when you're pregnant, okay, can you try to do this test? You know, I'm bringing it down to the local, the grassroots um, communities. Mm -hmm. Nobody really cares. Nobody, I think everybody just believes like, I mean, you get pregnant, everything should be fine, you know. Mm -hmm. And even for the, the urbanized areas, I think, yeah, the the began to run some tests, like like, but well, you really you don't want to talk about it, really. Yeah. That's the problem. Like mm-hmm. everybody wants to shush, 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 mm-hmm. and even if there's a problem, nobody wants to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, I know that people don't want to talk about it. Like it's a taboo. Yeah,
0: because it sounds like that. um, everyone just thinks that everything's going to be okay. And then they think that it's a bad thing and they just, you know, they push it under the rug. And then if something happens, they're hurting their baby or giving their baby away and doing all those things, like you said. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it does take a lot of education, um, especially Tola, cause you're, you are going to have to educate people. Um, like you're going to have to unwind things that have been learned for years and years and years. You know, it's like almost going back and, and, and fixing everything that has been stuck in everybody's mind all these years. And um, I'm glad that you have people that are there to help you, a team over there to help you because, you know, I, I follow your Instagram page and you guys are doing a lot of talks and you guys are doing a lot of um, conferences and uh, you seem like it's doing pretty good so far. Have you noticed a change since you first started? this foundation till today have you yeah. noticed good that's good so um yeah
1: absolutely you see when I, yeah when i was started there was a lot about autism till so now in the country there's a lot of talk about autism awareness you know people getting support people getting ill because you know that um um persons with with autism do not have the look you know, Mm -hmm. the distinct um, look Mm -hmm. persons with Down syndrome have. So, I mean, people don't really need to know that, okay, this child's got autism, you know, maybe until the child begins to, you know, show the symptoms and everything. But from birth, it's a big problem, and nobody wanted to talk about it because of the way our kids looked, and they, they, they they gave more time to leveling, Mm-hmm. They used to call them all the sort of names, like imbecile. They used to call them terrible, very good treat- using der- derogatory names, mm-hmm. you know, to label them. And mm-hmm. that made um, it so difficult for people to come out with a kid. So when we began the work in 2014, I used to post a lot of my daughter's pictures. Mm-hmm. And the first time I got hurt over social media, someone called my daughter an animal. And oh I was so livid, I cried. that was on instagram and i deleted the comment that was in 2015 but but i i made sure i made up my mind that i was going to go all the way because there's still going to be many more kids Mm -hmm. out there being born with down syndrome and you know we've been able to create a lot of awareness Mm -hmm. there's another foundation in nigeria you know they've been there for a long time and so that was that was the first time i was seeing a lot of adults with Mm -hmm. down syndrome you know and so like i mean that was after my daughter that i visited but there was nothing in there was nothing no provision for um, babies Mm -hmm. you know from zero to seven years i was just not seeing them around you know there was no hope for them you know there was like there was no help yeah then when we started yeah
0: and now 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 you're
1: seeing a lot yes 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 everybody coming out you know i'm i'm so happy parents are so proud of their kids now they're coming out i get a lot of calls for babies three months old two months newly diagnosed and i'm just smiling and happy to help i'm happy to support them through the journey you know and i'm happy that parents are like speaking out sometimes you know um, when parents after kind of diagnosis they know notice something about their daughters, their child's development if they notice the slow development uh, and you know you know all the um, not having neck control and all those milestone tone developments are delays and mm-hmm. they began they begin to worry but sometimes they, they some of them have been advised wrongly Some of them are being told to use herbs, you know to use apps for to, to support their kids uh, to make them stronger, not knowing that, you know, um, floppiness could mm-hmm. be part of the, I mean, hypotonia could be part of the symptoms for Down syndrome. That's just, that to tell you that they didn't really, they don't really know about the, the condition, but I mean, creating a, and, uh, creating awareness has been my joy. I mean, a lot of people have, have, have come to realize that Down syndrome is not a disease it's not a bad thing. thing, I I mean I'm so happy yeah I have so many parents that they are happy to have have kids with Down syndrome and Mm -hmm. they're just okay for now. I mean it wasn't before like that it wasn't like that when I
0: started. Yeah Yeah, that's so good and that's important because you know when you have a mom or a dad that they don't know what to do and they can go to your foundation or go Mm -hmm. talk to you and and, and instead of being told, oh, your kid's not going to do this, they can't, not going to do that, not this, you're telling them, yes, they can, you have to work with them. And yes, you, you're telling them yes, you know, when they're thinking that it's going to be a bad thing, like, no, you know? So that's important yeah. because because all all moms that and dads that have children that have special needs, they need to be, they need to hear yes more and like, I can't they can they will yeah encouragement so you know to keep going and so um tell me about your daughter um she's obviously what has been an inspiration for you um how old is your daughter she is Nine, she's nine. Oh, she's nine. Uh, Albert, nine. I see pictures and um, she's so little, and I think she's like four or five. She's so petite. <laughs> okay, she's gorgeous. She, she's she, very beautiful. She has,
1: um, thank you. She has a, a page on Instagram, and so she's been my greatest inspiration. And you know, I had to resign for my eleven years banking career when I got the news. I never went back to work because I knew that I wanted to give up all my best,
2: mm. all the
1: best that I, that I could. Yeah. So after she's had a heart surgery at eight months, she has a device in her heart. Mm. She's been doing well, you know. Um, so we've been through and through a lot. I mean, but with uh, early intervention, I mean, on all, all of the. Um, avenues of trying to support from when she was a baby. Mm-hmm. I've seen I can say that early intervention is a big deal. I mm-hmm. mean, everyone needs to have give you their children that experience, and it's it's got a matched benefit, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's to me, it's like a partnership between whoever is providing the early intervention. The parents and the child. So um, she 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 began. She's doing well so far. the good. We're reading now, mm. and she loves she loves ballet to to dance ballet. Mm-hmm. She she you know apparently I knew she was ready for that. And so one thing about. More is that she 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 comes up with um, signs to tell you I'm ready for this I'm going for this I'm gonna get it and that was how we began to read I knew she was ready well th- this is not to say that we've not been working we've been doing a lot of you know stimulation various stuff you know
0: mm-hmm. that's good and I don't just let
1: any opportunity go by without teaching every opportunity is for teaching. So, I'm teaching prepositions, I'm teaching pronouns, I'm teaching verbs. You know, I just want mm-hmm. people to have faith mm-hmm. in their child and know that this is possible. Mm-hmm. It's not like she began to talk from day one, day two, day you know? It takes work. We had, um, yeah. Yes. So, we had the delays, but I think we were having a kind of back to back sort of um, intervention. with uh, And when I say we, I'm talking about most. the most part just myself and my daughter like so i was always trying to do something every day with her
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: even if it's just to show her the way to scribble or you know we had a lot of exercises going on so i think so far she's doing well she's doing well and she's also an inspiration to many others a lot of parents have hope that you know, their child who can do better, you know?
0: Yeah, no, she's amazing be, that she's growing yeah. so fast since I've <laughs> since I've uh I added you so like fast, a, yeah. she's growing so, so fast and I like that that can she I tell you something. Yeah.
1: Sometime sometime last year I had to teach her how to use the sanitary pad Mhm. And she's already learned that. Oh, you know, did. so something about about her is you need to just you know you need to be proactive mm-hmm. so she's, she's she's putting on she's not having a menstruation yet but mm-hmm. we're teaching sexual education at the moment so i'm talking about starting early is so good mm-hmm. so she already knows how you you know trash it how you take care of stuff feminine stuff do you understand what i'm saying yeah
0: yeah so she knows how to take care yeah. of herself when she becomes a young lady she yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> she catches Absolutely, on yeah. she catches on really fast. Um is so her is her name Mo Mo Rainbow or is that just the what you name the foundation after? You said her name's Mo, right? A uh, name is uh
1: her name is Moi Oluwa. The foundation is also known as more rainbow the foundation is moe olua rainbow foundation also known as more rainbow Mm -hmm. and when the process of changing our name to more rainbow down syndrome foundation Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so on instagram she's mo ballerina
0: oh (laughs) how pretty that's so cute i love that i love that so much so um i wanted to ask what are your Goals and your vision for the Down syndrome community in Nigeria. What do you want? What do you want to see of this after all these years of you putting in all this work and trying to uh, help families? What What is your vision? So my vision one
1: day is to you know see them, you know, um, wake up to their you know their strength and ability. I want to see them independent, I want to see a world where people will just take them for who they are and include them into the society. I want to see, the I envision a future where they can own their businesses, have a team of people work with them, mm-hmm. where they can speak up for themselves, you know, where they can, um, where whatever, where they can, I mean, how they can, you know, provide a solution. Mm-hmm. To problems in the society, in the families, you know, in the community, and this is going to give me so much joy, and and that is why I I, I wanted to focus. Tell parents to make sure that they're 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 doing something for their child, and not just leaving it till okay. They said she's going to be able to do this. I don't know when. Nobody knows, you know. But I mean, let's just see how we can encourage them, you know, and, and you know. Provide that stimulated, stimulating environment, and you know, continue to support them in an enabling, in an enabling, an environment, in an enabling environment. Yeah. So that is all what i tried to put together to, you know, do at the foundation, and also not forgetting that they can get educated, you know, and so over there. A lot of people don't know how to teach them. They don't understand, you know, and so you see, sometimes they have to stay so long in school and we don't have colleges for them here. So I I, have, I and my team have set up an um, a vocational program, mm-hmm. which they have begun like two years back now. And I have seen a lot of possibilities. I have seen great achievements I have seen amazing results with them. I have seen that all you need to do is to be patient with them and continue to teach them. You know, you know all you need to do is not relent and, you know, help them achieve their goals, set achievable, smart goals for them and continue to like reinforce, you know. To, because I see that they, they, they are people that love to succeed. Mm -hmm. they love success so much and then we need they need us Mm -hmm. to help them achieve their dreams Mm -hmm. i see them that they have huge dreams big dreams amazing in fact uh, it's so amazing that you know because the the only challenge i I know that they, they sometimes they feel that people don't understand them so we need to develop means of communicating with them because eventually we want them to be able to Pick up in the community, um, you know, hold positions that you know um, people respect. We want people to be able to respect them. We want people to be able to look up to them. Like I said, so Mm -hmm. it doesn't start like I mean, it it starts with taking baby steps. And I, I see the there's so much. I mean, I see the fire in them. I see. So it it, it it hurts me if I see some of them being kept at home, all because mm. there is no help. There is mm. there are no funds to help them get into those programs, and that is why we need sponsors sometimes to help us continue with the work we do with them. Because everything we do is about them, yes. and it is for them to be able to thrive.
0: No, and then and, and making you know, sure that, um, lifestyle. making sure that they're uh-huh. also involved in school is very important because, you know, you do have your foundation, yes, you have your early intervention program at your foundation, but it needs to go like a step further to everyday life, going to school all day long at school, coming yes. home and learning at home. Absolutely. So I definitely 100% Absolutely. agree with you on that. And, um, That's really good that you guys are putting that together over there because those babies and those people and those families definitely need you guys. And um, if if anybody wants to do a sponsorship for you, is there a website or something if people want to donate? Yeah, there's a website.
1: There's a website.
0: What is the website so we can let let listeners know if anyone's listening?
1: Okay, the website is... uh... Mo syndrome
0: Dot org? Okay. So yeah, that's so um Mo M O Downsyndrome.org.
1: Org.
0: Okay. So if anybody so we've had to
1: over time yeah. Over time we've had to sorry, I just needed to mention this that over time we've had to, you know, have like a school awareness drive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: because of the way some of them are being treated in schools yeah you know you know you don't, you need to be patient with our kids so and and I mean that has helped people to okay understand that okay we they're just unique but we are all the same there's um you know nothing nothing special about them mm-hmm. they're just unique in their own ways and they learn uniquely they learn differently because we've had problems with uh, inclusion mm-hmm over here in Nigeria, yeah, yeah.
0: So, how are the teachers? Are are you guys helping the teachers educate the teachers on it too, as well? Yes, yes. Well,
1: yeah, we, we are. Like for the public schools, the government needs to do more for them because mm-hmm. it's not um uh, um like what is obtainable in any advanced country. It's 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 not up to standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and i I don't see the way they can learn if you have a lot of them like that in just one class and maybe you have just two teachers. I don't see how you can have um the ratio of two children two teachers to thirty children persons with special needs so you know um so I, I, i'm not really I'm looking to support if if it's possible you know, but I mean Nigeria is a very, very big country and yeah. We about twenty million people, wow. and um I think um is it two hundred million? Sorry, yeah. yeah. So um, I'm I think um, at this point, at this point, we need to look for ways to get into schools to support the teachers by having probably train the trainers, training and courses, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's a yeah definitely if we are
1: allowed to, if we can get collaborate. Yeah collaboration.
0: You know, I was reading, I saw this on Instagram, it said, um, instead of us trying to teach children to fit into an adult world, we need to teach adults to go down and understand a child's world. And I thought that was so important because because we're always trying to tell kids, this is how you're supposed to be. This is how when you get older, you got to be this way, this way. Instead of us doing the opposite and understanding what are children's needs, what is, what is the child going through? How are they thinking? And it's, it's very, very important. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm really, really glad that, you know, that not just Lagos, but Nigeria has you and that you have created this. There was something that told you to, you know, when your daughter is the best, the best inspiration. And I just love your story. And, um, you did mention yeah. that there are other foundations out there, right? There's there's yours and then there's another. Is there only two or is there a few other foundations in Nigeria? For Down syndrome? Yeah, for Down syndrome or even just special needs. Have you seen any more? Oh, yes,
1: we have others. Yes, okay. yes, we have quite a number.
0: Good, yeah, good, we have good. quite a
1: number. Yeah.
0: Well I'm glad yeah. that you guys are there mm-hmm. helping the community and um I'm I think that a lot of people are gonna be interested in hearing about this because you know, here in the United States we only know about the United States. Um it's it's good that we hear about other countries and how other cultures and other religions mm-hmm. think about this. And um Absolutely. thank you so that's, much that's Tola beautiful. for for spending time thank talking you, about your foundation and I'm so glad we got to talk today, and um, I know you're already an ambassador for Save Down Syndrome. So, you know, thank you for that, and I'm so glad to talk to you. And if anybody wants to find Tola, can they go on your Instagram and follow you?
1: Yes. um, Talk to Tola
0: McInde. Yes, that's her Instagram. Instagram. And I think the two is a number two. Talk to Tola. It's number two, yeah. Okay, so if anybody wants to yeah, follow her. Yeah, foundation, yeah. Yeah, do you have a, does Is there a more foundation? Rainbow almost, oh, Tola, yeah. oh, okay, I just didn't say Disney. Yeah,
1: more rainbow, more rainbow uh-huh. underscore Down syndrome.
0: Okay, more rainbow Down syndrome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Tola. You know, and um, I hope yeah, that we thank can.
1: thank you to Chantel. Send my love to your daughter.
0: Yes, they're so they're getting big. <laughs> um. How old is she? Oh, she is almost two, and she's going to daycare, okay. and she meets uh virtually. She meets with her um, her early intervention specialist. So we're doing. Oh, that's good. We're working through it, and we're we're fighting for Down syndrome with. Those, what was that? Mm-hmm. I said baby steps. Baby steps. Sometimes it could be hard, but we. we said,
2: stay,
0: yeah. We stay positive.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, Tola. Well, you take That's care? And I, I, hope to be talking to you soon, and we'll touch base with you and see how everything's okay. going. Okay, uh, All right. Thank all you. Right. I appreciate it. You thank you, you
1: so much.
0: All right. I'll, I'll see talk to you. Daughter
1: and your
0: husband. You too. I'll okay, tell them. Bye. Hi. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, so you guys, that was so interesting. I, I really, really enjoyed this interview right now. It definitely gave us an insight to Nigeria and, and some of the things that are happening over there is beyond belief. And I'm so glad that we had Tola to spend time with us and talk about how she wants to change their culture their, or change their viewpoints about Down syndrome. Um, she did mention her Instagram. It is talk2, the number two, Tola, T-O-L-A-M-A-K-I-N-D-E, McKinde. You can find her and look her up. She's doing big things over there. And thank you guys so much for listening to the Save Down Syndrome podcast. Um, and I hope everyone is staying safe. Please stay safe, stay healthy. And until our next interview, I'm Chantel, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.